across the studio, Emerald Maxwell, the media watcher. Good evening. Um, starting in France, uh, coronavirus, coronavirus cases are on the rise. Yes. Alarmingly so. You've got some news about COVID-19 in primary schools. Yes, uh, they're actually relaxing the rules around COVID-19 in primary schools. If a child tests positive now, uh, the whole class won't have to close. That only happens if three children test positive in that class. Uh, the plan has been welcomed by parents, says French news channel France Info, um, but is worrying teachers. Uh, the government's argument goes that children don't transmit the virus as uh, very easily, and so it's unnecessary to close an entire class for the sake of one child, as it's unlikely to have spread. But not everyone's convinced by that, including some parents. This mother says, oh, well, should we, go in, should we be encouraging grandparents to pick up our children at the school gates then? And François Fou also quotes a doctor saying that the government is guilty of magical thinking because the, the science over this is really not conclusive. We still don't know how infectious children are. Uh, here we have a cartoon showing what teachers think of the measure. Uh, they are not reassured, and here they are teaching children on stilts to be as far away as possible from them. Uh, and here we have a Twitter user who says, uh, quoting the Minister of Education, who said, France has some, one of the strictest health measures, some of the strictest health measures in Europe. He says, yeah, here's a graph to understand that. And we have a ton of arrows all pointing to the same conclusion that the child can go back to school and all's well that ends well. It's one of those ones that's funny, but you really can't bring yourself to laugh at it because the reality is actually quite grim, isn't it? It's too close. OK, moving on to the next one. Uh, in yes. Britain, cases rising there. Boris Johnson's announced some draconian measures uh, for, for England, especially. Uh, the government introduced these restrictions there to try to try to sort of stop this surge in cases. That's right. Um, and the response by people in Britain has been no less sceptical to that. Uh, Boris Johnson has set out a rough new measures, warning that people shouldn't expect a return to normal for at least six months. Um, the reaction online has been very scathing to the measures, particularly at Johnson's perceived attempts to shirk responsibility and at yet more government U-turns. Uh, this journalist pointing out that only three weeks ago, Boris Johnson was encouraging, was telling people to go back in, to the office in huge numbers and quite right too. Today, he ordered people to do the reverse. Uh, but in particular, there's a lot of, um, oh, here we go, there's another user saying, did Boris really blame ethnic minorities for COVID worsening? Uh, and actually, one of the things that got the most... Did he really do that? Because that's appalling. <laughs> well, we'll come back to that. But um, sure. one, of, uh, one thing that has attracted a lot of criticism is the uh, trace, trace and testing system. But uh, Boris Johnson refused to accept responsibility for that. He said it wasn't because of that, that the COVID rates were so high. And actually, it was down to something else. Let's take a listen now to him in Parliament. I think the continual attacks on uh, local test and trace and uh, what the uh, NHS test and trace have done are, are, are undermining uh, and unnecessary. And actually, there is an important difference between uh, our country and many other countries around the world, and that is our country is a freedom-loving country, Mr Speaker. Britain is a freedom-loving country, uh, the implication being that other countries don't really value their freedom. So it all sounds like wind, doesn't it, to be perfectly <laughs> frank, you know, but there you go. There you go. Uh, and, uh, yeah, another measure he introduced was this uh, measure that pubs will have to close at 10pm on the dot, as if the virus respected curfews. This BBC journalist making the more serious point, though, that um, that doesn't really... Will that actually address the worrying trend of the high incidence of COVID amongst ethnic minorities and especially Asians in Britain? Uh, and to conclude, this is a little TikTok video that's been doing the rounds as how Boris has handled the coronavirus 
of how a lot of people think he's handled the coronavirus. Indeed. Another one of those things that's, you know, it's funny, but you can't laugh because it's actually there's a really serious matter behind it. And I wonder if that chap's OK, Paul Fuller. <laughs> um, you've been taking a look to online at the, uh, the UN's General Assembly. Uh, we've seen from uh, early in the bulletin, uh, Emmanuel Macron speaking. Of course, this year's General Assembly is happening virtually, isn't it? That's right. No one's turning up. They're all sending videos. Yeah. And The Guardian says it could be the worst and the world's worst Zoom meeting. A parade of pre-recorded messages from the world's self-styled strong men. No less than 50 men, apparently, will address the assembly before the first woman even gets a chance to speak. And that's Slovakia's president tomorrow. Uh, today we had, amongst others, uh, Jair Bolsonaro, Donald Trump, Recep Tayyip Erdogan and Xi Jinping. Renowned Democrats and humanitarians, as this Twitter user calls them. Is that laced with irony? Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be. Um, out of that list, China's Xi was at least saying the right things. Um, that, for instance, China had no intention of fighting a hot or cold war. Um, although some pointing out that China should really be embracing principles like the rule of law itself before uh, preaching them abroad. Uh, Trump, though, came out of it sounding like a quote, like I quote this Twitter user, a warlord. Um, and lots of people saying that he actually allowed China to look good. It, look, it allowed China to present itself as the more responsible country and one that believes in international cooperation, as uh, Richard Haas, president of the Council on Foreign Relations, says. This viewer, meanwhile, was commenting on UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres' um, comment, where he said that, uh, countries shouldn't be acting selfishly during this pandemic. And he sort of criticised particularly the side deals uh, when it came to vaccinations, when countries were trying to grab the, all the vaccinations for their own populations. Uh, and this Twitter user saying, raise your hand if you think he's talking to Trump. And lastly, uh, lots of people were lamenting how now that it's all remote and pre-recorded, the fun has kind of been taken out of the, the world leaders' assembly. And uh, this comedian says, not only has COVID robbed us of the chance to see Trump laughed at by world leaders today, we're also missing out on Vanky's nipple enhancement, which he so proudly flaunted before the General Assembly last year. Uh, of course, okay. reminding us <laughs> about this... Uh, what some have labelled a wardrobe malfunction by Ivanka Trump. OK, OK, OK. Uh, perhaps we should leave that one to lie, yeah? OK. <laughs> Emerald, thank you very much, Lydia Emerald Maxwell there with the Media Watch. Great to see you.